This is the Good Things Guy podcast with myself, Brendan DeCube, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy. I'm on a mission to change what the world pays attention to. I truly believe that there's good news all around us, and I spend my time hunting down and reporting on the best good news stories from South Africa and the world. In the Good Things Guy podcast, you'll meet these everyday heroes and hear their incredible stories. The Special Needs Cafe in Johannesburg was started by a mother who wanted better opportunities for her special needs daughter. Kim Rundle was inspired by a doggy daycare her daughter worked at and decided to follow in its unique footsteps. The doggy daycare was set up as a way for special needs teens to find work. And Kim wanted to create the same environment for adults who needed work too. Kim has joined us today to chat about the journey of opening the Special Needs Cafe. Kim, welcome to the studio. It's great to have you on my latest Jackpot episode. Thank you so much, Brent. I really appreciate you having me here. It's uh, it's very exciting. So I got to experience the cafe um, last week. Thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, and we'd written about it before. And I, I mean, even though we're involved with the cafe and we've written about it, I'd never had the opportunity of seeing it. And a friend said to me, I read the story. We must go. Let's go for a coffee. And I went and I sat down. And for the first time in a very long time, I felt like I was giving back while having coffee it was the strangest feeling how did this idea for the cafe start well i've been involved with special needs kids my whole life and having three special needs kids of my own trying to educate them trying to get them into life has been the most difficult thing i've ever experienced well that is my journey that's all i am so it I mean, you've just said three special needs kids. It must be daunting because society doesn't have a place. I mean, it it, it sounds like a broad sweeping statement, but we're not set up as a society for a special needs community, are we? No, we're not. And it's a very lonely journey for parents because they are all alone. Um, South Africa especially. In the rest of the world, they set up, they're educated, they have support from government, they have support from each other. In South Africa, we don't. There is no education for our children. I'm mortified and it's the hardest thing that we've, you know, that we have to live with. So, yeah, um, being through the education system with all my kids, really difficult. Set up my own school so I could maybe help. Um, Yeah, it's just been a lonely journey. But the story goes that when Sammy was, my daughter was at doggy daycare, she, we did, we do all the, as parents, you try and get them to do as much courses as they can because they're not going to get matric, especially autistic kids. That aren't, there is no syllabus for them. So we, she, she did um, a, behavior, a dog behaviorist um, course with Nikki Elliott. And I saw in the newspaper that there was a doggy daycare open in Kailami um, for special needs young adults. And she started working there. She worked there for two years. And then I've been very friendly with Jenny Emsley for six years and her son is the most wow he's the most incredible pastry chef he studied at fbi and he did four years instead of two um he's also on the spectrum he had a he fell out of a tree house when he was little so he had a he's just a bit slower and he has a speech impediment but he is the most incredible chef and he worked at two very prestigious pastry um cafes in joburg and they all fired him because he was slow. And I was just mortified because he is just so talented. He needed extra time. So I thought about it and 
over a year, Jenny and I worked out how we're going to get a little cafe open for him particularly. And that's how the idea came up with Special Need Cafe. Do you, do you have my eyes watering? Because I've tasted the pastry mm. and I know how talented this human is. He is. And it's just, you, you said mortifying that um, society just, mm. just couldn't. They couldn't. They, they couldn't see it. They, they, they didn't want to have patience. No. One of our, our mottos is kindness. And you are required when you step into our little space that you leave your ego behind and you leave your materialism behind and you only bring kindness. Well, that, isn't there a sign just outside the there door is. that says, uh, be kind, be yeah. patient? Yeah. It's, this is, this you, is a kind zone. And I, and I have to say, again, um, I'm not being paid to do this interview. It's no. not like, uh, but I'm endorsing the cafe Thank because uh, I went there and even though it's a special needs cafe, I didn't see any special needs people around me. I didn't see, it wasn't this bizarre world. It no. was just a bunch of humans working in a cafe. There were no hiccups. Um, I didn't need to be overly kind. No, I, didn't. I didn't need no. to be overly patient. Mm. Uh, the coffee was great. The snacks were great. Uh, and the, pa the pastry was incredible. Mm. Incredible. Yep. He only uses the best ingredients. He makes all his pastries from scratch. You know, he doesn't spare any expense. So, you know, it's not a cheap little cafe. But it is a, a place where you can come. It's the only place I know where you can come and have a real gourmet pastry. Decadent, butter, real cream, real full cream milk, and sit and have a, a beautiful pastry and a divine cup of coffee in an open environment because we needed it to be open because of the, the autism, you know, oversensory. We couldn't be in a shopping center because of the lights and the noise. So, th I mean, there's a whole bunch of factors that had yeah. to come into play when opening it. Yeah. It wasn't just like, uh, find a location, no. open it up. You had to think about all these different things. Yeah. When you have a, a, an autistic child, you can't go to shopping centers. You can't go to movies. You can't go to anywhere that there's noise. Traveling is difficult. So we needed to make a space where they were comfortable. It's, it's quiet. My Sammy works in the kitchen so she can hide because she doesn't like people. Don't walk into her space because that's her space. She washes dishes all day and she's very proud of it. But she also, I mean, you have to understand that these kids, they have their own gifts and they, they haven't been allowed to shine. So Sammy makes blankets, but it's a lonely, it's a lonely enterprise. She knits all the time. She makes the most beautiful blankets. Um, she's on Facebook called um, Lammy Handmade Blankets and uh, you know that's what she does. Piello, Mr. P is our barista. He is a performing artist and when I had my performing arts school he came second in the world um, Paradance Hip Hop Championships. I can actually cry because it wasn't even in the newspaper. That, that you know that that also breaks my heart because so I am in the lucky position where every single day of my life I get to read and hear about and and write about the most amazing stories of human beings in South Africa doing the most incredible things. Why was that not in the news? I don't know. We were the first. Um, actually, quite tearful. We were the first paradance hip hop. South African group that went to the world championships um, and it was not 
It was just not... We, we, we did all our fundraising ourselves. It was the hardest thing. I sent out an SMS that, please help, and people just gave money. It was just incredible. Um, but, yeah, we got them there, and yeah, our school, um, Journey School of Arts, came third in the world. And how, how long ago was this? Uh, sure, must be six years ago. But, yeah, so they've all got their dreams. And they can't fulfill their dreams because their special needs. So Piala, he wanted to work, he, I think he worked at Mnet and um, as an extra, he wanted to do filming, but he can't do those things because he needs a little extra time, but nobody nobody sees them and it just breaks my heart. So the cafe has more become a platform um, for a voice. And I so appreciate you having me here because this voice needs to be heard so badly. Um, yeah, so that's how, how many how many um, people do you currently employ? Six. Six people. Yeah. And and how long has the cafe been open now? Eight weeks. And is it is it going well? We we were able to pay the first two weeks that were open. It was the end of the month, and we paid them their first salaries. Okay, they earned a minimum wage, but they got their first salaries. I just it's it's been, we, we we opened as. We told them that they'd have to volunteer because we didn't know what was going to happen. It, it was sort of like a, a beta testing just yes. to sort of see where yes. this would go. Yes. And what we've done now is we've had so many, so much support that I've decided because I'm, I, I'm an artist myself and it's quite an arty space for me, um, that I would open it up and allow people to come in and create a little artistic space. So we have today, on a Thursday, we have an art class. Jenny Mellon, who's just the most incredible artist, she takes the art class. Then on a Tuesday, we're having the, the Happy Hookers, and it's not what you think. <laughs> it's a crochet group uh, of ladies or men who ever want to come and learn to crochet. They're going to do that. And then we've got a calligraphy class coming in on, I think, Friday morning. So we're opening it up to be a creative space, and because it's outdoors in the beautiful in our sunshine, and it's a when you sit, you can't see buildings. You know, it's it's quite a bushy space. Um, it, it does. It feels like you're out in the countryside, yeah. and it's in, it's literally in the middle of four ways. It is, and because the people who own Fluffs and Tufts who have allowed us to be in that space, unbelievably, they don't charge us a cent. Not for rent, not for water, not for lights, not for anything. And when you're there, you don't know that there's a hundred dogs there in kennels and, and a cattery and there's stuff going on, you know. But it's just so beautiful. You feel like you're in the bush. Yeah. And every single thing in our cafe has been sponsored. We have, my husband paid for the, the wooden building. Um, chef's dad, Tony, did all the, the inside fittings. We have been sponsored this you know, so, so you started off this interview by saying it was a very lonely road. Yes, having three special needs kids and and sort of living, living as a mom, where you're trying to provide and make sure that your kids are going to have a place in this world, mm. is a very daunting thing. And it, and it was a very lonely road. Mm. But what I'm hearing is that there's this amazing sense of community. Um, I that found my tribe. You found your tribe. Yeah. You found your tribe. Yeah. And I, I was there on last week, Friday or whatever, and I went with a friend and the cafe was busy. Yeah. Um, the inside was full. Mm -hmm. There were a couple of tables outside uh, and everybody was just peaceful and kind yeah. and having a cup of coffee. And Can I tell you the one most amazing thing is because these kids are so lonely themselves, they have found their own tribe. And 
this Saturday coming after work, they're all going to Monte Casino together for the first time and they're going to a movie and they might go to a pub, I don't know, but they have found their own tribe. I mean, they're all over 21. They they have... But they, they've also... It's this experience and this, this beautiful space mm. is allowing these young adults to flourish. And they are beautiful human beings. You can't believe... I mean, I, I, because I spend so much time with these people... I prefer to be with them than normal people because they have no ego and they have no stuff. And it's just basically putting one foot in front of the other every day. And they're just beautiful human beings. Well, my, my hope my hope for this idea and this concept is that it just grows. Yeah, and perhaps you. we can have a special needs cafe in every community. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. <laughs> perhaps we can um, just allow other human beings that are differently abled yeah. to just be a part of our society instead of indifferent. I have made a pledge to move all of my meetings to your oh, cafe. Um, I, I'm going to support it as much as I can Thank and I will so use much. all my platforms. We need to be integrating as South Africans yeah. uh, first and foremost. And if I can say it again, I, I mean, I said it in the beginning of the interview, um, these chefs, baristas, uh, even the person that took our order, the server, um, they're all just humans yeah. and and i had the most incredible time and you know what reach out and and learn about someone else okay, maybe that's maybe true. that's the challenge for today so um true. go out there and and just learn about some someone that's a little bit different to you yeah kim it's been amazing having you on the show Thank you, um, so much. i love your cafe and and i'm going to keep supporting it and hopefully some of our listeners all over south africa make their way into little four ways and go to the special needs cafe bless you so much thank you brent I'm Brendan Dekew, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy, and you've been listening to Good Things Guy, a Jackpot podcast. For more episodes or to subscribe, rate, or review my podcast, go to iTunes, Iona FM, or Google Podcasts. Be kinder than necessary to yourself and each other. Thanks, and only good things.